Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, sweetie, what do you think of our new car from Carvana? Think it can handle our busy family? Well, we have seven days to see. First, we can take the scenic route to the beach and stargaze through the moonroof. We'll see if your drums fit in the trunk. Then we can pick up mommy's friends and check out that leg room. And we should really visit grandma. She's getting up there. That's like... A whole lifetime in seven days. And like one busy family. With our seven-day money-back guarantee, you can confidently shop for cars 100% online. Visit Carvana.com for all terms and conditions. We'll drive you happy at Carvana. Welcome to another episode of Mystery Bible. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host. What I wanted to do in this episode is to focus a little on Nimrod. We want to go back and see who he is and give you an introduction to this gentleman because he's pivotal in society and the history of human development as well. He plays a tremendous role in birth of a new religion in a sense where men um, all over the world began to talk about this one singular person and that one singular person was Nimrod and uh, as w- when what happened in the Tower of Babel that when the language came in and they separated they still talked about this particular one person so um, the Bible mentions little about him and uh, the book of Joshua goes in and mentions a little more. And so what I'll do is just basically read uh, from, we see him first in Genesis uh, chapter 10, 8. It says, And Cush begot uh, Nimrod. He, became, he began to be a mighty one in the earth. First um, Chronicles 1, 10. And Cush begot Nimrod. And he began to be a mighty uh, to be mighty upon the earth. So what I'm going to do now is take us to the book of Jasher because it gives us a little more detail as to who he is. And uh, we will uh, take a look at that. And that's found in Jasher chapter 7 and verse 23 is where I want to uh, take the, the verse from. And Cush, the son of Ham, the son of Noah, took a wife in those days in his old age, and she bare a son again, and they called his name Nimrod, saying, At that time the sons of men again began to rebel and transgress against God. And the child grew up, and his father loved him exceedingly, for he was the son of his old age. And so we are going to leave it at that, and then we're going to come back after this message, and we're going to go into a little more about Enoch, study some things about him. And uh, uh, he, there are things that the Bible does not mention that the book of Jasher mentioned. And so we're going to take a look at those things in conjunction of who this guy is, was, 
and what he had accomplished. We'll be right back after this. Welcome back to Mystery Bible. As we continue our study on Nimrod, we, um, as much as we know about him, there's still a lot we don't know about him. I'll put it that way. And scholars over the years have uh, uh, came up with names. They believe that Gilgamesh is another name for him. They uh, believe uh, out of many different cultures. Um, uh, out of the Babylonian deity um, Marduk, uh, they believe he is another um, incarnation of of uh, Nimrod, and uh, so there's a lot of speculation as to who he is through uh, the um, different cultures. But uh, we we're going to take a look later when we get into uh, Nimrod and the building of the Tower of Babel. Uh, but this guy is very fascinating, and it is believed that he is, from some of the teachings of today, that he may be the Antichrist that they will bring back uh, due to the fact of um, that they had located his remains in Iraq. Uh, and so they believe that through through uh, DNA um, manipulation that they will be able to bring him back and that he would be the Antichrist. So, but this guy is very fascinating in the history of mankind as a whole. Uh, so what we're going to do is go back. I want to take a look at the book of Jasher. Uh, the book of Jasher covers a lot about him and some of the things that uh, took place about him. So I'm going to read a part of uh, the book of Jasher, chapter 7, and I'm going to pick up on 23, and then we're going to go through um, uh, and pick up some information out of there that is vital to, to getting a chance to understand who this guy is. And um, he, as I mentioned, is the uh, beginning of the Nephilims, the resurgence of the Nephilims through the seed of Ham. Uh, many of the Nephilims came through, and uh, we are going to go and take a look at them. I know uh, uh, from his sons, Canaan, um, his grandson, Canaan, a lot of them uh, came out of uh came through that lineage but uh, okay let's go and take a look and see some of the things that took place with um, with uh, uh, Nimrod and then we'll go from there so I'll pick up on on 23 it says and Cush the son of Ham the son of Noah took a wife in those days and his old age and he bare a son and they called his name Nimrod saying at that time the sons of men again began to rebel and transgress against God and the child grew up and his father loved him exceedingly for he was the son of his old age 
and the garment of skin which God made for a for Adam and his wife when they went out of the garden were given to Cush for after the death of Adam and his wife the garment was given to Enoch the son of Jared and when Enoch was taken up to God he gave unto he gave them unto them Methuselah his son and at the death of Methuselah Noah took them and brought them to the ark and they were with him until he went out of the ark and when Ham begot and and in their going out sorry verse 27 and in their going out Ham stole those garments from Noah his father and he took them and hid them from his brothers and when Ham begot his first born Cush he gave him the garment in secret and they were with Cush many days and Cush also concealed them from his sons and brothers and when Cush had begotten Nimrod he gave him those garment those through his love for him and Nimrod grew up and when he was 20 years old he put on those garment and so um, there's a scripture in the Bible that says that he became a mighty man when you read the book of Genesis you'll see that he became it says that he became a mighty man and uh, from what this is saying it was that when he put on this garment uh, he became a mighty man so what we're gonna do is continue reading uh, this because again it's giving us some insight as to who this guy was and uh, we'll go from there so and when he was 20 years old he put on those garments and Nimrod became strong when he put on the garments and God gave him might and strength and he was a mighty hunter in the earth yea he was a mighty hunter in the field and he hunted the animals he built altars and he offered upon them the animals before the Lord and Nimrod strengthened himself and he rose up from amongst his brethren and he fought the battles for of his brethren against all their enemies round about and the Lord delivered all the enemies of his brethren in his hand and God prosper him from time to time in his battles and he reigned upon the earth therefore it became current in those days when a man ushered forth those that he had trained up for battle he would say to them like God did to Nimrod who was a mighty hunter in the earth and who succeeded in the battles that prevailed against him his brethren that he delivered them from the hands of their enemies so may God strengthen us and deliver us this day and so we are getting some insights to this guy and um, it was saying that you know he had a relationship with God Almighty and uh, God was prospering him and he grew in statue and so we're gonna continue reading and see um, what this particular book has to say about him and again we're we're taking this information 
We're looking at it through the eyes of several other documents. But right now, we're looking at uh, the um, the book of Josh Jasher, and this is a historical book that many um, early fathers in the church used uh, and talked about Jude. We know that uh, several other men in the Bible used this particular book, and uh, so. I would venture to say that the book of, of Jasher is something that is of canon that we can gather information from. And uh, I know men, the argument is that it was not inspired by God, but yet in the culture that uh, this is a part of, they utilize this particular book as that. And so we're trying to gather information about this uh, young man, um, Nimrod, so that, again, so that we can get a chance to understand who he is. And when Nimrod was 40 years old, at the time, there was a war between his brothers and the children of Japheth, so that they were in the powers of their enemies. And Nimrod ran forth at that time, and he assembled all the sons of Cush and their families about 460 men, and he hired also some of his friends and acquaintances, about 80 men, and he gave, and he gave them, he hired them, and he went with, and they went with him to battle, and when he was on the road, Nimrod strengthened the hearts of the people that went with him, and he said to them, do not fear, neither be alarmed, for all our enemies will be delivered unto our hands, and you may do with them as you please. And all the men went, that went were about 500, and they fought against their enemies, and they destroyed them, subdued them, and Nimrod placed standing officers over them in the respective places. And he took some of their children as security, and they were all servants to Nimrod, and to his brethren, and Nimrod and all the people that were with him turned homeward. And when Nimrod had joyfully returned from the battle after conquering the enemy, his enemies, all his brethren together with those who knew him before assembled to make him king over them, and they placed the regal crown upon his head. And so according to this book, is saying that uh, they, the people after this particular battle, they decided that they want him to be their king. And so they set him over as ruler of uh, the, them at the time. And so he then now begins to, you know, he said, it goes on and says, and he set over his subject and people, princes, judges, rulers, and it was the custom amongst kings. And he placed Terah, the son of Nehor, the prince of his host, and dignified him and elevated him above all of his princes. Now, this is Abraham's father. And so Terah is Abraham's father. And Abraham's father was a part, as we see, was a part of the, uh, the, um, the uh, leadership in the kingdom of uh, Nimrod. 
And there was a prophecy that you will, you know, as we read, you'll see there's a prophecy that um, that was told about um, uh, one of, uh, of, of Abraham, and that Abraham would be um, something to be concerned about. And Nimrod actually tried to kill him. Um, and in another study, we'll probably get a chance to see it, that he tried to kill um, Abraham, but uh, a miracle took place and Abraham was saved. Again, this was with lions, just as they do with Daniel. I guess that scripture where it says, there's nothing new under the sun kind of comes to mind with that particular incident. So um, we see that uh, uh, these princes are, were elected. Abraham's dad, is uh, he's the chief above all the princes. And um, as we go on to the story, we'll, you know, there's some in there, and I wanted to gather all of it because uh, this thing with Nimrod, um, we see that he had, as I mentioned, a relationship with God, and he eventually turns his back on God, and uh, he began to form uh, and uh, get these uh, men and women his subjects, uh, he gathered them from all around the world to come and work on this particular uh, project that he had uh, decided to put together. And that project was the Tower of Babel. Uh, there's some really fascinating stuff as to the people uh, that were working on there. Some of them were doing specific uh, things that they wanted to get as a result of working on this project and when God came down and uh, uh, spoke to them when God came down and, and confused their languages uh, there are certain things that took place as a result of that that we're going to go in depth when we get to that particular podcast but uh, the, this particular book has quite a few um, information about this young man Nimrod, and I want to get at all of it uh, so that we can see, um, get a glimpse into his kingship, how he was ruling at the time, and uh, we will get to see that with his relationship with um, uh, uh, Adam's, uh, not Adam's, sorry, Abraham's father, uh, Tara, and we will get a chance to really look into him. But um, uh, we are going to continue reading um, verse 42 says, And whilst he was reigning according to his heart's desire, after having conquered all his enemy around, he advised with his counsels to, to build a city for his palace. And they did so. And they found a large valley opposite to the east, and they built him a large and extensive city. And Nimrod called the name of the city that he built Sinar, for the Lord had vehemently shaken his enemies and destroyed them. And Nimrod dwelt in Sinar, and he reigned securely, and he fought with his enemies and subdued them, and he prospered in all his battles, and his kingdom became very great. And verse 45, I'll, I'll stop after that. I'll pick up here. It says, 
and all nations and tongue heard of his fame, and they gathered themselves to him, and they bowed down to the earth, and they brought him offering, and he became their Lord and King, and they all dwelt with him in the city of Sinar, and Nimrod reigned in the earth over all the sons of Noah, and they were all under his power and counsel. Now, see where it says the sons of Noah. So that include Japheth and Shem. And so his reign was over the entire earth at the time. And it, when you study the history of the other brothers, of the, brother, the descendants of Noah, you'll see that um, uh, Nimrod actually, uh, the, the guy that started Armenia, uh, we'll go back into him. I actually talked to him about him earlier that um, he had uh, Nimrod's son. He had left, actually, uh, Nimrod because he, he didn't believe in all the things that was going on with Nimrod. He left, and when he left, a small army of Nimrod's son, 60 of them, I believe, went to say, um, actually it was Hayek, um, and they went to, to go to Armenia to, to, to get him and bring him back. But what happened was when uh, Hayek's son told him that, uh, uh, that Nimrod's son was coming for him, they came and actually he shot him with an arrow that killed uh, Nimrod's son. So what we're gonna do is take a break and we're gonna come back after this break. That was a great dinner. So great. Wait, where'd you park the car? Oh, the one I just sold at Carvana. What? When did you do that? When you were still looking at the menu. I went on Carvana.com and all I had to do was enter the license plate or VIN, answer a few questions, and got a real offer in seconds. They picked up the car already? No, I parked around the corner. But they are picking it up tomorrow and paying me right on the spot. Oh, no wonder you picked up the check. Yeah, about that. Uh, thought we were going halvesies. Sell your car to Carvana. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get a real offer in seconds. back to Mystery Bible. As we continue looking at um, Nimrod, we left off in uh, chapter 7 of verses 45 in the book of Jasher. And we're looking at this man's life. We're trying to gather some information as to who he is. Um, and then what we'll do is go to other pieces of study, but I wanted to gather our information from this particular book because it does give us a lot of detail about who he is. And I left off on verse 45, and it says, And all nations and tongue uh, heard of his fame, and they gathered themselves to him, and they bowed down to the earth, and they bowed down and they brought him offerings, and he became their lord and king. And they dwelt; they all dwelt with him in the city of 
Shinar, and Nimrod reign in the earth over all the sons of Noah, and they were all under his power and counsel. So it tells us that uh, Noah's sons, all of them, uh, were under his power. That means Japheth, that means Shem, all of them were under his power at that time. This was also around the time that Abraham was going to be born, and we're going to go into some of that and give you a little background as to Nimrod's relationship with um, with Abram and uh, his father. So let's continue as we read, and we see that first verse 46. And all the earth was of one tongue and words of union. But Nimrod did not go in the ways of the Lord, and he became more wicked than all men that were before him from the days of the flood until those days. And so we see something happen between Nimrod and God. Uh, we see earlier that he had, uh, God had blessed him. We saw that God had um, given him victory. But something happened with between him and his relationship with God because we see in verse 46 that that relationship was severed. It was changed. And um, uh, we see that he began to set up uh, gods of, of woods and stone and so forth. So let me go back into a little back story about this gentleman. We know that um, his father, um, uh, Cush, had um, concealed a couple of things and uh, he had concealed the fact that he had stole the garment from from uh, his, from his uh, uh, his father had stole it from from um, Noah uh, Ham had stole it from Noah and he gave it to Cush and then Cush gave it to Nimrod but also Ham had collected a couple of other things as well and we get that from other um, uh, studies that are out there that he had walked into a cave that had the inscription from the angels about casting of spell and, and counter curses and all of these different things that uh, he had um, put together and he hid that as well that's all the information that he hid and he passed that down to his sons and he gave that to Cush and Cush gave it to Nimrod and Nimrod, I believe, uh, it could have been that at this point in time, maybe conjecturally I'm talking, that he began to look at this information. And as a result, he severed his relationship with God and he began to uh, set up gods other than God. And he made gods of wood and stones and he bowed down to them and he rebelled against the Lord and taught all his subjects and all the people of the earth his wicked ways. And Martin, his son, was more wicked than his father. And everyone that heard of the act of Mardon, the son of Nimrod, would say concerning him, from the wicked go forth wickedness. Therefore, it became a proverb in the, in the whole earth, saying, From the wicked goeth forth wickedness, and it was current in the words of men from that time to this. And Tara, the son of Nahor, prince of Namor's host, 
was in those days very great in the sight of the king and in his subject. And the king and princes loved him and they elevated him very high. So this was the introduction of Abraham's father. He is a part of Nimrod's um, prince and leadership. And so he takes a wife and he gets married. And um, he, Amathelo is his wife and the daughter of uh, Cornable. And they give him a son and uh, in those days. And he was 70 years old when he, he begot him. And Terah called the name of his son um, that he had born was Abram. And uh, he raised his child up. So now what happens is this. Um, uh, they had a party at uh, Terah's house. Uh, we had, um, they came to celebrate and uh, Nimrod's, uh, uh, all of Nimrod's wise men and his conjurers, they all came to eat and drink in the house of Terah one night when uh, Abram was born. And then what they did after they were celebrating, they saw in the sky that one star, a big star, uh, ran through the skies and ate up four other um, stars and they believed that this was the child a uh, sign of this child and so um, uh, uh, they what they had thought that this child would be is this and they said to each other the only betoken the child that has been born to terror this night will grow up and be fruitful and multiply and possess all the earth, he and his children forever, and he and his seed will slay great kings and inherit their land. And so uh, they saw this in the sky and they made this conjecture. and now they run and they tell uh, Nimrod, hey guys, we were hanging out at Tara's house, we had some drinks, uh, we saw this, and we just wanna let you know about it. And they said what they basically said is, um, um, let's bring his father up, let's grab this kid, and let's kill him. And Nimrod agrees. And so Nimrod calls Terror before him and uh, begins to tell him, says, hey, um, let me uh, bring your child uh, you know, to me. And um, he knew that he would kill this child. So what he did was... Um, uh, he began to bargain for his kid, you know, as any father would do or any parent. And so, uh, but anyway, Nimrod told him to bring the, the kid. And he said to him, look, um, I know I have to do this. Give me three days and I'll bring my son to you. And so he left and um, uh, he got away from the presence of Nimrod. And so what he came up with is a scheme and uh, he gave the king um, someone else's child and Nimrod smashes this child's head and kills the kid. But what he did was he took um, his mother, Nimrod's mom, and a nurse and he hid them in a cave. And they stayed there. He actually brought provisions to them. Um, every month it, it says that he brought provisions to them. And um, when uh, Nimrod killed this kid, he thought everything was fine. And so a Abram is in this cave and he was there for 10 years. It tells us that Nimrod and his boys forgot about him. And so 
Um, this was around about the time that Sarai was born to Hiram, and um, uh, also uh, he um, uh, Hiram uh, was 30 years old. He got a wife and she conceived and gave him a son. And they called his name Lot, and she uh, and she conceived again and bare a daughter, and they called her name Melak. And she again conceived and bare a daughter, and she was named Sarai. And Haran was 42 years old when he begot Sarai, which was in the 10th year of Abraham's life. So here he is. He's 10 years older than her, and he is now being uh, escorted out of the cave. He goes and lives with um, Noah, and he grows up with Noah and Shem. Uh, for the un, until it was time that a couple is uh, he grew up as a man, and so we see that um, Abraham's family had uh, interaction with uh, um, uh, Nimrod because of his father's position, and when Nimrod finds out that um, uh, that he didn't kill uh, Abram, then another issue came about. And it tells us that uh, Nimrod lost his mind and began to do different things. And uh, uh, as a result, um, uh, Terah's brother got killed. And um, that's why Lot, the next time we see Lot, Lot uh, in the Bible tells us that he was without his father. And when, when, Abraham was, when Abram was called out, he took Lot with him, who again died. His father died as a result of Nimrod. And uh, we will see that uh, the lineage that, uh, and Abraham, it was correct that Abraham's family did um, kill the kid and became a giant slayer, which Nimrod was one of those giants. And uh, he was uh, actually killed by Esau. Um, as you read also uh, these books, they tell us that it was Esau that was that killed him, uh, and the story about Jacob and Esau we we know about when um, Esau uh, told told um, uh, told them that uh, you know Jacob said he wants some 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 food and so forth, and uh, we know what happened. And there was a delay. We, we read in the Bible, there's a delay, and that's why he missed his blessing. And um, Jacob got the blessing over him, Israel, uh, the father, um, because of some food. And we all, all used to get uh, upset because everyone would sit, wonder, why did he sell his birthright over some food? You know what I mean? And uh, not, But now we get to know, reading the backstory in the book of Jasher, was that he had killed Nimrod, and he was in hiding. He was running, trying to hide from Nimrod's men, and uh, he had decapitated uh, um, Nimrod, and so he was uh, he was hiding out. And as a result of of running and hiding, yeah, he was late for the appointed time that uh, was supposed to be making this uh, stew for his his father and. Um, yeah, we know what happened with that story, and so he lost his birthright as a result of all of that. And it wasn't just he had sold it for food, 
he was hiding from a giant that he from his giant's men that was hunting him and so that is some backstory as to this gentleman Nimrod and we'll go and look at him even further uh, because in history uh, we know that uh, uh, he was the person that had set up the Tower of Babel and uh, that judgment came upon the people at that place because he had set up their own religion as we read he set up they had he had turned all of mankind away from God and had them begin to worship idols and wood and all of these things including Abraham's family uh, Abraham's father was one of those that worship these idols as well and um, uh, we will study in our next episode we're going to look at the tower of babel itself and see what happened there and uh is some really fascinating stuff took place we know that this gentleman nimrod he his name spread all over the world because when they scattered they carried the story of what happened with this leader and that everyone was expecting that this leader would come back but uh, uh, the Bible was very specific um, about uh, how he died and so forth uh, I mean the book of Joshua so we know how he died but uh, one of the stories that they tell us that when our army went to Iraq they went to retrieve his body because they want to bring him back so that's a really interesting tidbit there but that was one of the things that they found out and that uh, took place but i want to thank you guys for coming to um uh, to our show here at mystery bible i ask that you support support us that you you become a subscriber that you tell people about us as we begin to walk we're walking through the bible and what i'm doing is just picking uh, a major themes that took place in the bible as we begin to walk all the way through and so i want to thank you and it is my hope that you and i will study the word of god so that we can become effective for his kingdom thank you for listening to mystery bible let's walk through the bible and learn of god and his beautiful mercies and all that he has provided for us that we may become effective for his kingdom and change this world check in every week for a new episode search for mystery bible on anchor fm spotify apple podcasts google podcasts castbox breaker outcasts radio public and many more Thank you for listening to Mystery Bible. Let's walk through the Bible and learn of God and His beautiful mercies and all that He has provided for us that we may become effective for His kingdom and change this world. Check in every week for a new episode.